for just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Happy Friday, everybody. Today is February 10th, 2023, and today's guest is Nate and Micah from the Woods and Water podcast. We did this one down in Indianapolis at the ATA show, and, um, you know, David and I, we recorded a whole bunch of episodes down there, and I figured these were going to be just Friday episodes. What we're trying to do is try to do two podcasts a week for 2023, and just try to ramp it up a little bit, and it was huge in two days recording like 11 podcasts. Like I wish I could do that, you know, two or three times a year because it is so nice. It takes a lot of the pressure off and, and, uh, I don't know. It, it was just nice to, we didn't really have, uh, a, uh, outline for this, you know, for any of these, there's just like, let's, let's jump on and BS, you know, and it was nice to see those guys finally face to face and, and, uh, chat a little bit. Yeah, it was really cool meeting those guys. It's always fun to talk to uh, fellow like-minded people that are from a different parts of the country also. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So today's episode is 257, correct? I think. You got it. That's what we That's what we deciphered. Um, I got notes all over, papers everywhere. I got arrows. I've got broadheads. We're going to be talking about... <laughs> I, I just got... I'm going to cut myself here, I feel like. <laughs> I just... I just seen you flinging an arrow just, around the screen yee, just yee, now. Yee, yee. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just all over here. Um, no, two, uh, episode 257, Friday episode... Hopefully these like help you out, you guys getting, you know, into the weekend and maybe through the weekend and, uh, a lot of, a lot of, uh, uh, feedback we're getting is there, what I'm getting, I don't know about you, David, but, um, people are wanting more and I'm like, I hope you like enjoy it that much because hearing me twice a week is probably i wouldn't want to hear me for twice a week (laughs) you know what i mean so um we like doing these i do anyway um i'm not gonna speak for you but like you know it doing a podcast for me is just it's a stress reliever and just kind of sit down and and do it you know yeah my uh my wife may enjoy us doing these two times a week because then it takes uh less of the hunting talk off of her and more into people's <laughs> ears out there on the yeah. podcast world <laughs> yeah yeah for sure um you know we we pre-recorded these obviously uh we're doing all these intros now uh but it's it's hard to do them all you know the intros there and then 
it is what it is. We're just recording them now, and and we want to hit some hit some partner reads and and just talk a little bit about what's going on, like as we are sitting here. So as we're recording this pod or this intro, this podcast is going live tomorrow. Well, it's live right now, but we're recording this yeah. yesterday in podcast world. So um, you know, we're in February. And just want to talk about like what's going on right now with us. Uh, we haven't done any season twenty three episodes. You're actually like you're you're still kind of sick right now. You've been uh, laid up for like the last three days, and uh, I'm going through a transition right now. We'll, we'll get to talk. You know all about it, yep. but uh, we'll get to talk more about this, which is very exciting uh, for me, and I think a lot of other people, even listeners, will be really excited. But we'll get to talk more about that here in the next couple of weeks. Um, but it's just a lot going on. I know in both of our lives, your girls are ramping up uh, dance right now. And, you know, Peyton, she's not at the level your daughters are at yet because they're just, she's young, but she's, I feel like that's all we do is dance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Competition but. season on our end is getting ready to kick off. Uh, we'll be traveling out of state next weekend to get the season started. Mm hmm. Yep. So, yeah, we're just trying to – I guess that was a long way of me saying we're just trying to do this the most efficient way we can. Like today we're going to record three intros for the next mm-hmm. couple podcasts, which is just – that just helps us uh, do these a little better. But what is going on right now other than being sicky and uh, daughters running them all over? What what do you got going on? You've been scouting a whole bunch. Uh, what yeah. have you been finding? um everything like that like what do you uh what do you what where's your where's your uh whitetail mindset right now as we sit in february yeah you know right now well we're just kind of coming off of some having quite a bit of snow outside and it's slowly starting to melt off and i've probably i don't know i've i have probably six somewhere between six to eight scouting trips under the belt so far this year so that's pretty good you know being a month into the uh the 23 season um had it yesterday so you know february whatever it was 8th i that day was circled on my calendar um i was going to be able to get out for some scouting and the weather was going to be just beautiful um <laughs> it got ate something bad that it cost me <laughs> i lost that day needless to say so i'm already looking forward to the next one this upcoming sunday is another planned day for scouting but my mindset right now for the for the uh the, in the whitetail world is just just covering ground right now and mm-hmm. and covering good ground not necessarily just trying to put on like x amount of miles i'm just trying to pick apart areas that some areas i already know about and i'm trying to you know comb them with the like a fine tooth comb or however that saying goes and when i say that i'm not necessarily talking about finding sheds in those areas i'm talking about finding you know the needle in the haystack the spot within the spot in those areas and then mm-hmm. uh, some stuff's new to me so uh like what i'm what i'm going to go cover uh, uncover on sunday that's kind of brand new ground to me um just know of uh, two to three really really nice white tails in the area and uh break that down Definitely. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with you there. And, uh, it's gotten really warm here. Like you said, the last three days and it's really brought the deer out. And, uh, I got back out glassing a couple nights this week and two bucks that I knew made it through. Um, but I was glassing them last night and the night before. And then actually this morning I glassed them again 
and uh, still both of them are holding both sides, and yeah. uh, which is is. <laughs> I guess you could say it's kind of crazy, but I mean we're in February. I yeah. I've seen deer in turkey season still have two antlers on, so yeah. in April yeah. and May. But um, I'm excited to keep tabs on them because I'm gonna go pick those sheds up. Hopefully they're gonna drop them pretty close. Um, they're on property. <clears throat> sorry, they're on property that I can that I can hunt and go on. So and one deer I've got quite a bit of history with uh from this past year which I'm super excited about just kind of building that story but you know I've only been out twice so far scouting uh, I need to get out more but it's just been work has been super busy but I got a feeling uh things are going to change a little bit and uh going to get out a little bit more but I like I told you I I'm I'm wanting to get the chainsaw out I want to get back in the one acre it's been neglected uh, I want to I want to kind of morph that into something a little different this year uh put a food plot in there and just kind of enhance it a little bit but that's my goal for right now here in february is to get all that done hopefully in february uh by the end of the february but you know so come frost seeding time i'm gonna frost seed clover and uh we're gonna run it that's yeah. that's my game plan yeah, you, you made a really interesting point there, and it, it's something that I see, you know, quite a bit around here, is when you're in, like, the heart of the winter time, and, the you know, the temperatures are brutal, and the wind's brutal, and we're in the kind of, like, those dog days of the winter, when it just, it seems like it's cloud cover for seven, eight, nine, sometimes ten days straight, all of a sudden you get that, you know, that eight to ten degree warm-up, but then the sun comes out also, it's like every whitetail in the county comes out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. And it does, it almost, sometimes it doesn't even matter what time of day it is. It'll be two o'clock in the afternoon. And it's like, I haven't seen deer here in two weeks, but all of a sudden yep. you're seeing them out there. And it's like, they're, I, I honestly believe that they enjoy that sunshine just as much as us humans do in the wintertime. You're like, we, we strive for it. I hear it all the time. You know, like my wife and daughters would be like, man, it's just so gloomy. But as soon as the sunshine, even though it's still a little bit colder, but you get a little bit of a warm up, what do people do? They got their car windows cracked a little bit. The house windows are cracked a little bit. Like they automatically feel better and they want to like really soak up that nice weather. And I think whitetails do the same thing. Well, I agree, and this is how stupid I am probably, but uh, yesterday I did a pretty intense workout, and I was sweating to beat hell, and I'm like, I could not cool down. Had my shirt off, and you know, I went outside on our porch, and yesterday it was like 50 degrees with the sun yep. out. I was literally outside, no socks, shorts, and no t-shirt, and was like fine. You know what I'm like? I'm like, this isn't cold. And uh, it's just the same thing. Like, hey, I want to roll the windows down the pickup and I want to go yeah. drive around and I'm like ready for it to get. This is fake spring. Uh, we're going to get another snowstorm. I guarantee you that. We are losing all of our snow as of right now. I mean, it's pouring down rain yep. like a cow pissing on a flat rock. <laughs> but uh, we've had so much rain in the last 24 hours that it's all gone. Yeah. But it's just making everything even more worse because all the timber I need to get to, I need to drive through fields to get to it. So it's just going to be more walking, um, you know, but yeah, I agree. And those, I have two deer on the wall from Missouri, uh, that were both shot in warm up, uh, late season, January, middle of January, right before their season close. 
it was really cold that whole week and then it warmed up and the deer just come alive and i'm like yeah. i'm a firm believer in that man yep yeah hey quick question for you when you talk about sheds what's the earliest date on the calendar you've picked a shed up oh man i haven't picked up a lot of sheds but not very early i would say probably early march okay yeah uh well i take that back i did i think it was from the previous year but i did pick up a shed in a food plot it wasn't i don't think it was from the year that i was hunting in but mm-hmm. i did pick up a shed in a food plot at our family farm like in december so i just totally lied to you okay uh, but i but, think but it was you... from the year before oh really yeah yeah, yeah. So was it was that a food plot that you guys didn't have to rework and plant that year then? It no one had touched that plot all all for like a full year basically. That was yeah, that was basically kind of like I would call like a kind of a no-till plot. It was a okay. frost-seeded clover and yep. it just regenerated for like 5 years and yep. um I remember going out late doe hunting and just like stumbled upon it. it's like oh and it was just like a little spike, you know. Yep. And I'm like yep. no wonder nobody found it. You literally had to kick it. Yeah. You know. Cool. So Yeah, let's uh let's kind of keep her moving here. Um let's get into our question here. We got to name this thing. What are we going to yeah, name this do. little series? I say it every freaking time. But um Let's do a question here. I'm going to I'm going to ask you first. What okay. is mature to you? Mm. So, I don't think I've asked you this question, right? No. No, you have not asked this question. So I'm going to base it off of the majority of hunting I do, and that is right here in the our home state of Michigan. And mature to me in Michigan is is a three and a half year old buck. Um, they are probably the the lowest percentage of bucks harvested in Michigan. You know, like that one and a half is super high, then two and a half is really low, and then three and a half is kind of at the bottom, and then everything after that. Um, so when you look at that and just my experience in and around this area of Michigan, Southern Michigan, three and a half is that, that's a, that's a mature buck for me in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I kind of look at this, the grand scheme of things, like in mm-hmm. the grand scheme of all hunting mature. And I think you'd agree with this is probably like that four or five year old yep. is like, you know, when they get to quote unquote mature, um, I'd have to agree with you a little bit on the three-year-old. Like, I don't know if I would call it mature, but they they are are mature bucks. Yeah. Like when you go to Iowa, Illinois, like a mature buck, four or five. Yes. Um, in the grand scheme of things, are they mature? No, they're not. They're still kind of like that teenager, in in my opinion. But um, they're the top ten percent of the bucks that we have here, and that's what I chase. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I I agree. Like that. That's why. Like I kind of hit on just this Michigan itself because my my answer would be completely different if someone's asking about Missouri or Kansas or anything yep. out there in the in the Midwest where you know literally the three and a half olds in Michigan. Though that is great grandpa here. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. For sure. All right. What do so you got? Here we, here we go. This is just an opinion. Okay. This solely your opinion. What is more deadlier? A simple trail camera or a mapping app nowadays? Um, boy, that's that's uh, very. Uh, 
in the grand scheme thinking. of things, what's deadlier is a trail yes. cam is deadlier. Mm, okay. In my opinion. Well, but but it's very situational dependent because like, yep. is it property that I get to hunt and I've hunted in the past or is it somewhere new that I'm going? Because if sure. it's somewhere new I'm going, for sure I think maps are way deadlier. But yeah. like on my family farm here, I've hunted that place for 20 some years now. I know what the train features are. So I really don't need to look at a map a trail cam could be deadlier in that situation. So yeah. it's very, for me, situation dependent. Um, in the grand scheme of things, I don't think either one of them are deadly. Mm. I think boots on the ground is the most deadly thing you can do. Yep. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of talk about cell cams and live cameras and everything taking the woodsmanship out of it. I agree with that. I'm still going to use cell cams. It's yeah. It doesn't take away woodsmanship for me because I know I still go out and scout and I, I'm not the dude that... I'm not the one percenter that goes and just puts out cell cams and just waits for them to ding. Yeah. Just not. Yeah. But, you know, I still, like you, I still walk my family farm that I've literally been on for 22 years. I still walk every inch of it every year because mm-hmm. it all changes. So um, nothing replaces boots on the ground, in my opinion. Yep. Um, and I think that is the deadliest thing in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, you know, and the the answer to that could have been, you know, maybe if I reworded the question different, because then you, it would have been a different answer. Like if the question would have been what's deadlier for a guy going out of state or what's deadlier for a guy hunting his home state, you know, we're like, then, yes. then the answer would have yep. been completely different. But I just yeah. it's just one that I thought of because I think both are, you know, both can be deadly in their own ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, because if I go out of state. I'm I'm looking over maps like crazy. I'll take yep. cameras with me, yep. but a lot of times if I'm only gonna be there for ten days, like or even seven days or something, I don't even like to put cameras out because I don't want to chase my tail. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um Well and you gotta like, think you gotta think going out of state, you can be scouting that before you even get there to put a camera out with a with a with a mapping app. And the mm-hmm. mapping apps nowadays, those weren't always available. So you yeah. look back at, you know, the guys that were having to buy like the county plat books and the count the atlases, getting on Google Earth, like there was a lot of legwork that that try to go into what the mapping apps help with nowadays. Yep, for sure. That's a good yeah. question. I like that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh partner reads real quick. I want I'm you're going to see me read off my cheat sheet here cuz I have to cuz I just can't remember it, but uh um, next or next first is Helix Broadhead. So here is the new FJ4. If you guys are watching this on video, um, sorry also about getting the videos up late on YouTube. It's it's a lot of work for for the old boy, you know, to do that. So just be thankful you got the audio version uh, first. But anyway, FJ4 here. If you guys want to try these out, th- these are a prototype. That's why they're all silver uh, or stainless whatever you want to call it looking these ferals will be black on the ones you buy uh use the code fall hx10 at helixbroadheads.com uh to go get yourself some broadheads next is latitude outdoors now this is a big one because right now you need to go to the website uh latitudeoutdoors.com in the new sticks there's a pre-order on the new sticks right now and you guys need to go and put your name in the hat and order these things because they're going to start shipping in June and they're going to ship them in the order that they receive them. So get your name in the hat like like meow. ASAP. Right? Like meow, right? Meow. 
Um, you can get sticks. This is the other cool thing. You can get a three pack, you can get a four pack, you can get a six pack, an eight pack, 12 pack, or you can just get one stick if you want. Um, and that's all available on the website. A three pack is two thirty nine ninety nine right now. Just do me a favor and just go pre-order that because you guys, you're going to get the sticks by fall. You will, um, but just get your name in the hat right now. You don't know how many times or how many people have reached out to me in the last week. Uh, it's been not quite a week. Uh, when did they go live? Monday? Yep, Monday. Monday. So a lot of guys have reached out and said, hey, I got my order in, got my order in. You guys are going to be at the top of the list. You're going to yep. be getting your, your sticks first. So go, go do that. Yep. Um, yeah, do you have anything to add on the latitude side of things? No, I, I was just going to say that, you know, it's it's very easy to think about you know that it's only February and well why would I order those now well you don't want to regret that decision come summertime when everyone else is getting your sticks and then it's time to start hanging trail cameras or getting out there and, and prepping stands or whatnot where it's like it's order them just do it now yep you'll you forget about that money come summertime then those things will show up and you'll be happy you did I get it yep. it's easy to think it's the off season but you want them by summertime yep for sure so the next as i'm trying to do something the next one is um exodus outdoor gear sorry i was trying to look something up exodus outdoor gear they are doing their rival the new rival trail cam that they have it's their budget cell cam it's 179.99 is the msrp on it right now but uh you can use the code launch at checkout until while supplies last or until February 14th, which is Valentine's Day, which is this Tuesday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, four days from now. Mm-hmm. Got to carry the two. I can't count very good. Got to use my fingers. <laughs> get get those orders in as well because uh, these rival cameras are slick little cameras. So use the code LAUNCH at uh, checkout to do that. Uh, a couple specs on these cameras. It's a 0.3 trigger speed, a 70 feet detection distance with adjustable sensitivity, uh, 30 second photo transmission. So that basically is how long it takes for to take a photo and send it to your phone. Uh, adjustable image quality on uploaded photos. You can get crisp HD images just with no, fr- no extra charge. Uh, compatible with the SP18 solar panel. And it's backed by the five-year no BS warranty. So it is backed by the same quality that you guys have known and come to love with Exodus and the guys that back those. So uh, check out that. Use the code LAUNCH at checkout at exodusoutdoorgear.com. Next one is a changed one. Used to be Vector Arrows. Got one right here. This is a Vector. Now, nothing has changed other than they've rebranded to Method Archery. So a lot of people have been reaching out to me. I don't know about you, David, but they've been reaching out saying, what's going on with Vector and everything? They have just rebranded. They are uh, just kind of giving the business a little uplift, a little a little different look. You guys are going to get the same quality product that you know was Vector. It's the same owners, all that stuff. It's just called Method Archery. And I suggest you guys get your orders in now because TAC is coming your local tack or wherever you're going to go tack is coming and you could be shooting in the basement right now you could be shooting outside use the code fall 10 please go to methodarchery.com build your arrows and use the code fall 10 to save some money did i miss anything on there 
What do you I What know. do you think? You you went you went through the website today. What 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 do you think on their new website? Yeah, I went through the website today just to check it out, see what's kind of different, what's maybe kind of new. Uh, one thing that's kind of stood out to me that it was uh, maybe not a super big deal to a lot of people, but I, I thought it was a really nice uh, addition is in the arrow builder, everything's usually six or 12, right? And a lot of guys, I think there's guys out there that like more than 12, especially if you're, you know, right now in February, it's the off season. No one can have that full year. And if anyone's like me, I like having like fresh arrows into hunting season. So then if you get the off season, off season shooting, tack, all summer, then then hunting season, they actually have it 6, 12, or 18. So you can actually get like a dozen and a half now. So I, I really like that feature, but I actually did that. I had a guy reach out to me, to me today asking if the if the discount code still worked with the new uh, method archery, and I told him, you, you bet your ass it sure does. Yep, so go do that, methodarchery.com, and uh, get your arrows coming. Honestly... <laughs> It's not because we get paid to say it because we 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 only get paid on when their code gets used. It's not like, I mean, if our code doesn't get used, we don't get paid. God on, God's honest truth. But I'm telling you, these arrows have, have been awesome. I haven't had an issue with them yet, and uh, I don't think I'm going to. So yeah. go check them out. They look, they look good. They look good too. Yeah. <laughs> they look and good. David, David's got some coming. Um, we're, like I said, we're ordering ours now so we can get ours coming and start shooting tack. I don't want to have another showing like I did at tack last year. So <laughs> it got to the point where I was just throwing arrows into the timber. So, um, that was all my fault. Cause I didn't shoot too much, shoot enough. Uh, lastly, Garmin bow sites. If you go to Garmin.com, check out their bow sites, the new zero, uh, and their watches if you want to look for a new watch. So that's a long, that's the longest intro I think I've ever had 25 minutes. I think we should probably get into this, uh, interview, but, uh, we needed to catch up and, uh, do that. So I guess with that being said, let's get over this interview with, uh, Micah and Nate from ATA. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. 
Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, we're back for another episode of the Fall Podcast, and for some reason, oh, I have number four. That's why I'm, I'm like, why is my channel not going up? <laughs> All right, hang on. Let me get this dialed in here. Are you are you brand new at this? I am. You're you're number one. You've got my mic. <laughs> OG, my ass. <laughs> I remember my first beer. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> shots fired right off the bat. Here we go. Here we go. This day two amateur hour over here at this booth. <laughs> you bet it is. I can mute you real fast. <laughs> All right, let's do it again. All right, welcome back to the Fall Podcast today at ATA again. I've got two guys with me. I got Nate and Micah from the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. Thanks a lot for coming on, fellas. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I get you guys let me come on your podcast and talk. So now it's like I need to have you guys on here, give you guys your, you know, your fame. Let let him come on our show. Yeah. yeah. I think it was more like we begged you to come on our no, show. No, we no, wanted no, no, you no, no, on. No, no, not at all. I think we didn't have to Nathan beg. Nathan fanboyed out. Yes, right? I did. <laughs> had you. He's like, dude, we got the fall, man. He's coming on. I have that problem. Don't make me blush, man. I appreciate that, but no, that's. Well, you're, I mean, not to, you, you know this, but some of the shows I first started listening to when, I started listening to podcasts where shows like Working Class Bow Hunt, yeah, yeah. The Fall, Wired to Hunt. Like, mm-hmm. So, in my mind, because we're a little bit younger than you guys, you know, we've been doing it three years. Yep. Um, in my mind, you're like an OG, dude. And so I've been listening longer than I've been in the industry with you. Yeah. So it, you know, when we had you on the show, it was like, hey, uh, we got Aaron Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> I greatly appreciate you saying that because when I think of it, it's like. WCB and Wired to Hunt, you know, those are right. the OGs to me. I never, I don't put myself in that realm at all, but I appreciate that. Thank you for just making my head explode. That's and okay. Be very <laughs> you have to take care of that <laughs> later, David. Hey, Aaron's heard enough on this podcast. We're going to cut it right here. Yeah. <laughs> He's completely Shortest happy show of all time. <laughs> hey, oh. we, we'd have a record with him at least. Shortest show of all time. My show? If we cut the show right now. Oh, yeah, we're done. Here we are. Done. I think yours was actually one of the longest conversations. I know the show wasn't, but just the time that we talked when we had you on, we were on the phone for like four hours or something like that. That's the cool thing about to me is like you can just bullshit with guys and like-minded guys. For sure. I felt that was the first time I met you guys, and I'm like, man, I, I could drink beer with these guys. I could... You know, just yeah. cut it up, whatever. That was that was a good time. Yeah, no, it, it was really an enjoyable time. Yeah, I had I had a buddy ask me one time that since I've been doing some more podcasts with Aaron, he's like, it, you know, what is it? You know, is it? Is, do you get nervous? How it is talking to people? And I told him, I said, dude, I says all it is. I was like, if you literally just put a headset on, two buddies that are you know sitting around watching college football or you know driving down the highway somewhere, I said that's all it is. Dude. Yeah, and th- those are the best conversations. Oh, on for all sure. Of them. Yeah. You know, like when they when they feel like really scripted or planned out, like they just I like the ones that just flow, just two good buddies drinking yep. beer, having a good time. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's where I'm at with it. And you know, you guys like I said you guys been podcasting for a while now. So like, what you know from when you started until now. You know what? Uh, what are some things that you like? To me, I'm I'm in, I'm I'm invested in it. I am so like I just love sitting down and bullshitting. Like, you know, from when you started, it was probably intimidating at first, was it? Yeah. 
Because yeah. it was really intimidating for I me. And we didn't start it for two years because of that. Right. Right. I mean, because you think about it, you know, all these people in the industry, these people that you've looked up to, sure. shows that you watch, you think, why would they ever want to come talk to me? But mm-hmm. in our experience, you 99% of the people that you reach out to, hey, we'd love to have you on the show to talk about whatever the, you know, podcast is going to be about. 99% of them were saying, yeah, we'll come on. Yeah. And so that, that was a you know an awakening kind of thing that's like hey maybe this will work out for sure when we were like i said when we were brand new there was that i I don't know we were ever nervous talking to each other or whatnot because we've been doing this for our whole lives anyways right but something about putting the headset on hitting the record button it changes (laughs) oh gosh now it changes yeah but i think what helped us for whatever reason because i don't i am not this guy but we reached out to Aaron Warbritton with the hunting public when we were pretty new. Yep. And I was nervous as shit. And he said yes. Like we knew we would. Or we now, thought we were hoping. Now, we hoped yeah, we yeah. would. And it was it was great. And mm-hmm. I fanboyed out on that one, just like I said. <laughs> it's the uh, name Aaron really. It, it, yeah. <laughs> Here, <laughs> we go. Here we go. Here we go. Funny enough, his show was the first show I messed up with our recorder. And I accidentally combined left and right. And so Andy on that show was coming out of the right speaker and Aaron was coming out of the left. But really... And no, 90, 97% of our listeners, it didn't bother. Didn't matter. But some people are like, I can't hear Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's not talking. And yeah. And of course, it's that show that I have to yeah. off. Like, he was like our first, like, big, big name yeah. you know, yeah. that everybody yeah. knows. Yeah. I mean, so. it had to be, like, show... Under under twenty, like really? it was it was new new and, but I think reaching out to him and, and seeing that reaction from him made us go oh yeah. these these dudes are cool most I you yeah. know we haven't really ran into a turd yeah honestly yeah. Yep. so I haven't either and honestly I for me hosting and stuff like that it's like it took me twenty twenty five episodes to really start getting a stride where you know I started in my closet with a newborn in the house so I'm like. <laughs> Welcome to the Fall Podcast. <laughs> you know, it's like very monotone, it, it's, and it's, it's nap like this time, is not. So we gotta be yeah. quiet. <laughs> yeah. And like my buddies would be like, "Dude, that is not the guy I know." And I'm like, "I know. Fuck, I gotta, I gotta, I do better." You know. But hey, before we go any farther, I want to do this earlier. But I got a gift for you guys. So this month, Hunter's Box Club. I'm, I'm teamed. Are you familiar with Hunter's Box Club yeah. at all? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of them. Teamed up with Hunter's Box Club, and anybody out there listening that wants to sign up for a new box, go to huntersboxclub.com, and or what you're supposed to do actually is in the show notes, click the link in there, go sign up. It's a free box, and um, free box. All you gotta do is cover shipping. But I want you guys to open that and uh, kind of show everybody what's what they're gonna get inside of it, and. Yeah, that's gonna be your guys's. So this I got is this is being filmed, so there's nothing like crazy in here, right? No, no, okay. no nothing's gonna jump out at you. <laughs> I'm gonna snake out here. <laughs> that would have been good, though. Oh my it? gosh, <laughs> yeah. this is what you're gonna get in the box. So you got a koozie. So we got a CC Hunt Files koozie. Yep, and on the other side, it's uh, working class bow hunter. There you go. Yeah, you got the working class measuring tape for all the spikes that you guys kill, so you can measure out those spikes. Mm-hmm. I'm big beams. You know, big beams. <laughs> yeah. As long as it goes to 12 inches, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go down. Damn. Point restrictions in Missouri, <laughs> and this is exclusive design here that we teamed oh, up with. Pretty sweet. So that is uh, the great Hambino, the antler that we have. It's yeah. just kind of a little, yeah. It's a t-shirt. That's a pretty cool. Yeah. Setup yeah. right there. 
Yeah, Heck I like yeah. that. Yeah, that's a nice shirt. Yeah, it is. So what's the deal? Like, it's a random thing every time for people? Yeah, so what? So they team up with, I mean, they could team up with you guys as well and, right. and what for a month, and you just, you know, promote them, you, and they give you a link, and it's a collab, and then they'll do a T-shirt for you guys, an exclusive design. Uh, Devin Leonard, the owner, he asked me, he's like, do you have a design you want to do? I said, yeah, actually, I got something. that We tweaked a little bit, mm-hmm. and he put it on that shirt. And then they do two surprise items. This one is going to be just this koozie. I say just this koozie. It's like a, it's a nice it's a koozie. It's a nice neoprene type yeah. of like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for all your Mick Ultras and stuff like that. And then this nice <laughs> thing that is perfect for the, the mics here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yep. And that's just a measuring tape you for, use that for your every antler, yeah. Yep. So hey. I got another T-shirt from Micah, too. So oh, nice, I got, man. You guys Appreciate got T-shirts. Yeah. and. But, yeah, if anybody wants to sign up, use that link in the show notes and get your free box coming. This would have went good for the zero inches of deer we killed this year. All right. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't, have, wouldn't even have to take it out of the pocket. <laughs> yeah. No, it's pretty cool, though. It's a, yeah. it's a good little deal that they, they got going on. And thank you to them for promoting the podcast. and Yeah, that's awesome. All that, too. So Hunter's cool. Box Club. Heck, yeah, man. Yep. Let's get into a little uh, BS session here. Yeah. I, you know, I got no agenda. I was just happy you guys wanted to sit down for a little bit and talk. We're in the Helix ABB, ABB booth, and uh, we got the new broadheads here from Helix. That were, check those out. So this is the FJ4. This is the new one with the bleeders. You can take it out if you want to. Single bevel? Single bevel with bleeders. It's. I think that might be a prototype, but that's that's basically what you're going to get. Um, but that's as cool. far as, yeah, it's, it's a mean little... Mean little mug, yeah. I'll tell you that. Dude. He's yeah, you know, he's hesitant touching it. It looks that it's kind sharp. of way. Yeah, yeah, like it's, you be I'm real shaving careful. my hair. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, so I made a. I uh, actually regretted. I I bought some, what I call higher end uh, fixed blades. Okay. And uh, I didn't do single bevel at the time, and I giant. I I regretted doing double. Oh at, really? Yeah, back then. So no bleeders. It has bleeders. Does it? But it was a double. Yeah. And uh, more I heard about singles. Why didn't I go with the single? <laughs> Wish yeah. I would have done that. Those are priced really well too, for as far as a high quality, in my opinion, uh, single bevel. With I mean, I think, I think those are seventy four, ninety nine. I think for a three pack, yep. not for just the. Or you can get a one if you want to just try it. You can get a one pack for. I think it's right around twenty five or thirty bucks, something yeah. like that, just to try it out. So yeah, how, do, nice. how do they fly? They're pretty easy to tune. Dude, very easy to tune. I was really surprised, and because you know I've tried a lot of fixed blades in the past mm-hmm. and you might shoot one and then you get a flyer and it's like that little guy don't worry about that little guy right there. you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean it's like you, you never get one to fly not yeah. that arrow yep. yeah <laughs> we're gonna put that one back in the basement or you're always adjusting your sight or something to the head and i was like i don't want to do that but i will tell you i was a little ignorant to the fact of how to tune a fixed blade you really have to kind of know how to tune it and uh, the first time i started shooting i was hitting consistently left about an inch inch and a half and Jerry, the owner, he's a mastermind with archery, and he's like, I called him up, and he's like, hey, man, move your rest like 30 seconds of an inch to the right and take a shot. And it brought, the farther I moved it right, and it's just little tweaks, it brought my field points and everything together, yep. and I haven't had to move my bow in two years. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And that's good because I'm, I'm very OCD when I, I've shot solids or uh, fixed blades my entire career, I guess you'd say it, and... I'm that same way, so I would I would marry a broadhead to an arrow. Sure. Yep. So usually when I was fletching my arrows, I would I put the broadhead on the the arrow, yep. and then I would put cock vein in line with a blade, and then I would fletch the arrow. Right. I don't know if that's correct, but that's what I would do. And then I would go out and test them. Yep. And if it flew the way I wanted, that's arrow number one. That's broadhead number one, and mm-hmm. they were together. 
So if that arrow broke or I did something stupid, that broadhead was out yeah. and yeah. on to the next. And that's why I always like ran like six at a time. So something went wrong. Sure. Got your backups. Yep. Uh, wasn't hard, but you would get those ones where you get a flyer. Okay, that one's you know high right every time. So that arrow's out. Yeah. We'll move on to the next one. Right. So yeah. That's cool. What? Uh, how was your guys' season this year? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can tell that. Uh, Good and bad. Yeah. Right. So well, you spent a lot of time with your kids, though, yes, right? So yeah. that was. I mean, that's good. My son Chase killed his first deer this year. Oh, that's that's. So huge. that's why I said it was a good season. Yep. yep. It really didn't need anything else. He had. He killed his first deer. Now both my sons, my my son Caden, killed his first deer last year. So I've got two years in a row now. My two of my sons have killed their first deer, and both of them went perfectly. Really? They both made great shot shots. I watched both deer die in sight. Like everything from a father's perspective, I was worried about. Like, yeah. do I have my son ready? Caden killed his deer last year with a bow. Oh wow! With a with a vertical cross, bow? cross, cross bow. Okay. He was cross only bow. eleven, yep. so he can't. But it was with a bow. So I, the whole time that buck was coming in, I'm sitting there going, "Oh my gosh, is it? Yeah. Like, do I have him ready? Yeah." Did I, did I help him get ready enough? And then with Chase, Chase killed his with a rifle, it was the same thing. Did we spend enough time behind a gun, which we really didn't spend a lot? He did shoot, and he did a good job. But then the night we went hunting, he used a different rifle. Yeah. So, like, I was so nervous, and he he was just stone-cold terrific. And That's awesome. Made a great yeah. shot. So, good year, but personally, no, I, I did not have I, – I made some passes. You and I text back and yep. forth. Um, I've been fortunate the last three or four years uh, with Whitetail that this year I, I didn't have the same caliber, I guess you'd say, of deer on the farms that I hunt that I normally would. And so I had some two or three-year-olds that I had at 20 yards or so a couple times this year. I just decided to we'll see what Let they do go. moving forward. Yep, so yep. I season though is over in three days yeah. so okay. we're we're done i'm yep. done yeah and then uh micah you know you can tell the story but yeah i mean <laughs> this year as far as like cameras go i've had more shooter bucks mature deer than i've ever had before i, ju- I just got this farm three three years ago and the way my job works i can hunt a, quite a bit early season but once it starts getting cold that's when I have to go to work. I, I, I deliver propane. He's so, Hank Hill. So, he's, yeah, he's Hank I'm, Hill. I'm Hank Hill. He's okay. a real life Hank Hill. <laughs> so once like the season really gets good and you're getting those cold days, I'm pretty much stuck to only being able to hunt the weekends. Yep. But yeah, actually, like, so I had you know two opportunities this year at good quality deer. One actually, Nathan was with uh, yeah. with me. Uh, we were out there and it just it didn't work out. He came in between us. He was. 45 yards behind brush you know it just didn't work out and then i actually i shouldered a deer this year this is the first time i've ever done that we'll and fix that right here we'll get right i might i'm, I'm <laughs> i don't know that's I mean, been discussed it, it, yeah. it definitely has because I, I mean i'm gonna make a change but uh i mean it was you know i had five minutes left of shooting light so it's, it's definitely you know and i'm in the timber and i'm pretty sure you know i had a good you know, I was set, ready to go. He walks out. I knew exactly how far he was. I already had my, you know, my uh, sight ranged. He walks out, stops. I thought he was in my shooting lane. I let off, and I could, in looking back, in the heat of the moment, I didn't notice it that much. But 
my arrow kind of kicked, and I hit him right dead in the mm. scapula. So you knew it right away. I, I, I yeah. heard that sound. It just mm-hmm. went bam. I'm like, ooh, that doesn't sound good. But I'm like, well, maybe I got enough penetration. Maybe yep. it worked. I got down. I, I, I shoot lighted knocks. I found the knock, but I didn't find the all arrow. All by itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it came out of the arrow. So get a hold of my guys. You know, call Nathan. Hey, what do we do? Blah blah blah. We back out for quite a few hours. We come back, and we, you know, obviously we brought bigger flashlights. You know, I was just using my phone before. And we found the arrow, and the only penetration was just the broadhead itself. Oh, my gosh. Just the broadhead. Yeah, you might have to make a change. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> no yeah. blood on the arrow whatsoever. No, no blood, oh, really? nothing. And we still did our due diligence. We, yeah. lo- we looked. We scoured the yeah. property. We didn't find any blood at all. And the deer actually showed up uh, two weeks later okay. back on yeah. camera. What, what, yeah. uh, what kind of caliber deer are we talking about here? He was upper one fifty or upper one forties, lower one fifties. Nice. Yeah, so he's a good deer. Yeah, yeah. four or five year old probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's probably he's probably around four. Be my okay. guess. Yeah, yep. you know, and, and and truth be told, I was I thought he was a different deer. I have this big old and he's got to be at least five. I've had pictures of him for three years. He's a big old wide eight, and he's just a dickhead. He gets in a fight every year. Bullbop. Always gets broken up. Yep. This year he's already broke off one time, or he had. So years past he broke off every time. It's just yeah. beams. Yeah, like, <laughs> just, just beams. Like him broken everything. Yeah, else. it just looks. Yeah. It, it's just the craziest thing. But he's a dick. Yeah. And this year I've gotten more daylight pictures of him than I ever have before. But uh, so and he was always running with this little spike towards the end of the season. So that spike walks out. This other deer walks out, and the, all I notice is I'm like big frame. That's him. So I, you know, I do what I did. Looking and then I get the trail cam picture. I'm like, that's not the big eight. This one's actually a ten. So you know, he, he's going to make it another year. So yeah. that's a plus. Yep. That's the, good. The big eight's still around. He's still an asshole. Yeah. But it's so deer like that. You you can't help but wonder what that farm may look like right. once he's gone someday. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like right. you might he might be doing more damage to you than what I, I, you know. I, I truly think he is yeah. because yeah. I mean I and I have a few deer that are just assholes. You know I got I got a handful of cameras out there and i got these zones that i don't know if what it is but they i get tons of pictures of deer fighting yeah just beating the hell out of each other yeah so i think i just got a lot of dickhead deer we actually (laughs) had and i'll go back to that night too but we actually had a guy on our show probably a year or two ago uh blake garrett blake garrett yeah and he talks about where he hunts he gets to manage the farm however he wants and he purposely kills off as many of the three and a half year olds he can yeah. or whatever he kind of like picks okay that deer right there i want him to become something yeah and he'll he'll try to get rid of the competition that's crazy yeah, yeah so he brings hunters he brings in hunters what in. state's he in he's in missouri too. same okay yeah he's yep. not too far from us so, so he'll bring in like bucks, a, so too so that kind of right. helps there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah there's certain stipulations to that two thing but yeah. yes you can but it's it's crazy listening to the two of your seasons because it's a tale of two worlds you know like People always talk about you're only as good as your farm is. Where you know he's talking about like you know he's he's been on a burner for a couple of years. And all of a sudden his his farm wasn't really that good this year. Yeah. Maybe the antler growth wasn't as good as normal years. Or you know Mike is over here going, dude, like you know my cameras are just on fire. I had all these mature deer. Where it's like the tale of two farms. Like, and we're not thirty is, minutes apart from right. each other. Yeah, right? yeah that's it's wild. crazy. And, and I and a lot of times I think you know it's it could be very easy. To sit back and say, oh, you know, like, geez, and I didn't have a good season. Where sometimes it's like, dude, you're only as good as the land you're, you're hunting. No, and I don't look at it that way. I, Yeah, I do 
I, Micah can attest to this. I do press at times during the year, and I get pissed off if something doesn't go right, whatever. But honestly, this year, I was just like, eh, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, if one of these – throughout the summer, we did have some big deer show up at one of the other farms. And I'm like, you know, if they decide to show back up during the rut, cool. Yeah. Yeah. If they don't, eh, you know, it is what it is this year. I really never got upset with, like, not having – I had some really cool encounters this year. I mean – I got, got your first bobcat too. I killed my first bobcat oh, this really? year. Oh, really? Yeah, I forgot about that. Gonna get a mounted? Yeah, yeah. Full, like a full body. What are you yeah, doing? Full body. Yeah, yeah. that's they, cool. They are cool. Um, yeah. It's just you know, it happens. But that night, what sucked about that night with Micah is, so he texts us all and he's telling us this is what I think happened, and I've only found the knock, and we were all like, dude, you hit opposite shoulder so hard that you mm. pop the knockout. Sure. I think that's the first thing a lot of guys go to yeah. is I'm yep. like, man, you you pass through and you hit that. I, you hear so many that's guys, and hope. I say it too. Yeah, like, that's right. where like, oh God, please. You yeah. know and that's, what I mean? We were like, dude, that's a dead deer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's wait. You know, Andy, uh, our buddy Pat and Andy met me at my house, and then we drove to Micah. And then the ominous thing happened to us. We were about a, a mile east of the farm he hunts, and we turned off on a gravel road, and we turn onto the road to turn onto Micah's. And we see this buck cross the road. Limping. No, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's. Are you kidding? I don't me right know now? for sure if it's his buck. To be fair, I got a lot of three-legged deer around. <laughs> no, I, I, I swear to you, I'll show you pictures, man. Dude. All right, I'm I, so convinced this bully eight's got to go. <laughs> yeah. We got we got an asshole running around yeah. the farm, and now now I I don't know if I've ever heard anyone. I've heard stories about one three-legged deer, but he, he's over <laughs> Micah's like, yeah, I got, like, got a another one. Hand, like, to be fair, I got a lot. To be fair, I got a lot of those. We see this buck crawling. Not from me. You know, it was like, <laughs> not from me. It was like 80 yards down the road, so we couldn't tell the, what the rack. We could tell it was a buck, Yeah, which is a little ominous because we know what he shot, and it's limping in the front. And we were like, oh, no. Because it's an it's a mile east of where he's yeah. hunting. It was yeah. three and a half, yeah. four hours after he shot it. Yeah. Yeah. It and definitely like, could that, have been. That is yeah. not. Out Did you ever get out and look for blood at all? We we drove to yeah. where it crossed the road. It we didn't see any blood, but Andy looks up in the field that it crossed into, and we could see it standing there looking at us. Its eyes, and we're like, really wish we had something to be able to look out in the <laughs> field. You know, like something really bright right now. So we get there, and we didn't even tell. I don't. Did we tell you before? Yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah. We're like, right should before, we tell him? Oh, my God. Right before we walk like, in. Ah, let's just tripod. And then, don't worry about him. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny because that's Tripod a, number four. <laughs> I'll show you pictures of tripod. He's I got, got a deer story on that, that one. <laughs> oh that, God. that is That's a, one of the three-legged deer. <laughs> that, literally. Well, so. Hold on. In realness, like how many three-legged deer are we talking about here? Three. Three. Three's a lot. Three three-legged three deer. On one yeah. farm, that's a Te- lot. Technic- technically, one of them's got all four legs, but he must have got hit by a car or something <laughs> he doesn't like use that. One of them. But he's he, got all four. He, he, he he's it's just hunched up like it's just like this, like the claw. Like it's <laughs> got a claw going on, and he he can't use it. You'll yep. see him. I got pictures of him, you know, eating corn, and he's just like laying down. And it's, just, <laughs> I don't it's, mean to laugh. It's the craziest thing. It's, it's crazy. It, it's it's pretty humorous. The I mean, one, the one he's got nicknamed Tripod. Um, this is a crazy was story. Was a um, giant deer last year. Last, I only got pictures of him one day, and I got a buddy that hunts probably like 700 yards, you know, as the crow flies away. And he had a handful of pictures of him too, but he was like a 170, 180 class deer last year. Uh, with three legs. No. no, no he, he had four oh, legs okay. So listen, uh, yeah. the, the story gets, it, 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 makes, it makes its own gravy. 
So, <laughs> yeah. I'm stealing that. Yeah, Aaron's a mine. Aaron is a mine now. Copyright team. Yeah. So, like I said, I only got pictures of him, and it was early season. He still had velvet. My other buddy, you know, we, we share pictures because we're essentially right. hunting, got the same deer. So we yep. try to, you know, come up with a list. And he gets a handful of pictures of him more towards the season. Like, during the rut, he'd get some. And so we would share. And then he, the deer just disappears. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, somebody must have shot him. I would I would assume I would find out if somebody shot this deer because in our area, it's yeah. just He was unheard a high-class yeah. deer. Yeah. High class. This year rolls around. <laughs> and early season, I get a picture of this deer. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And now the deer's rack is the funkiest Drop on the right side, all kinds of stuff, and then I get a few more pictures, and he's got a nub on his back left. Yeah, I believe it's his back left, the knee, like at the knuckle. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like what? What happened to this thing? And you can tell. And I've asked numerous people, I'm like, do you think this is the same deer? You know, I'll show them the last year's and this year, and like, dude, that I think that's it. So got a bunch of pictures of him early, and I just got some more after rifle season. So he's still around. But come to find out, my theory was he either got hit by a car or he got shot. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, I talked to another guy that I know just from high school. He kind of said he was the one that shot his leg off last year. Really? Yeah. How, how far away? With a gun. Like, I don't know. Uh, it was a long ways away, was it not? And Yeah. And from where he shot it is probably two miles from my property as wow. a crow flies. Wow. Yeah. So, and like, if you bring up the Onyx, it makes what, sense. what this buck had to do to get from... You know, it is just amazing. You well, know? then you wonder when he shot it, like, did he just shoot it clean off, or was it kind of dangling there for a while? Then eventually, like, Hopefully nature did its own was thing. D- it was clean I mean, off. It was during rifle season, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not, like I said, I'm not friends with this guy or nothing. I know who he is. Yeah. We, you know, we were in the same high school or whatever. I don't know how he hunts or whatnot. So I don't know what situation, but. I know he was the one that shot it. I mean, he, he's, a, he's like, yeah, I shot that deer last year. You know, last year or whatever. Yeah, I think he I shot he, that deer. But he actually claims two of the three right. tripod deer. He, he yeah, has, he's got to get better at shooting, well, buddy. shot that one. Yeah. How about this one? Same yeah. wound. Yeah, you, know, you know him? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Tex. Oh, yeah. God, I didn't find him either. Yeah, he, he and he's got pictures of him, too, this year. And, you know, I got him through another friend. He's like, hey, man, you still chasing that? I'm like, yeah, I'm chasing that deer. Heck I'm like, yeah. wow. Dude, yeah. he did some crazy stuff, too. On it, so he got left back leg. His right side was just—it's just the gnarly, gnarly thing. like I'll a little drop, guys. and it—it's not it was from that injury, yeah. right? You know that caused him to, I think, grow weird on the opposite side rack. You always hear that. Yep. You know. Yeah. And, and there, there's some science to it though too. If it's a if it's a front hit, I'm gonna get this wrong. If it's a front like leg or shoulder hit, it's like the same size side of the rack is get screwed up. But if it's back. It's the opposite side, something like okay. that. There's yeah. some science to it. Yeah, I've always heard the opposite thing. You know, like mm-hmm. like this deer, you know, messes up. You know, say left left side, so it, his right side yeah. grows really wild. But it, it's it is really crazy to think about how that actually works. You know, it's almost like they're putting so much energy into being able to heal that other side, where like you could naturally say, well, maybe they just won't put as much into this antler. Right. Where it's like they're still putting that in there. It's yep. just, just growing mess- different. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. I, I can't understand why because it's not like the pedicle was messed up. Yeah. Right? You know, uh, but it's and, – and where Micah is hunting, he's hunting a very pressured 
area. I mean, it's only it's like a, technically it's, it's a kind of like Michigan, piece, yeah, really. uh, where he is. It's a sixty-acre piece. Half of it is alfalfa and house. Okay. And then there's like you know roughly thirty acres of timber yeah. that, and it butts up to timber. But a lot of it, there's a lot of houses around. You know, yep. like ten acre mm-hmm. increments, five acres yep. here and there, that sort of stuff. Yeah. And it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, so yeah, we both had quote unquote bad years. But as soon as Chase killed his deer, I'm like, eh. Yeah. Like, if I kill something, obviously I, want, really I cool. want to. Yeah, it is. But it is. I'm happy. I'm a happy dad. He did a great job. I, I didn't know that I wanted to let him hunt this year. Yeah. Cause How I old is he? He's nine. And God, I didn't, my daughter's going to be six, and I want her to hunt next well, year. <laughs> I didn't let Caden until he was ten. For what reason? I don't know. Yeah. I just what I picked. This so I'm like, well, he wants to. Mm-hmm. And so Caden's like, well, why are you letting – why are you letting Chase do it a year younger? I'm like, right. just because I am. Yeah. 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 That, that was him last yep. year. Okay. Okay. Stud. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me show that off there. <laughs> Boom. Off that's before tripod, right? Yeah, that's before, that's before tripod. tripod. Now, that is tripod. A, right. Yeah, you're going to have to give me a few minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's wild when you, when you talk about taking kids hunting. So I, I have two daughters, and uh, I, they both have went hunting and both have been successful hunting. Yeah. And uh, the, my youngest, she shot her first one at 9, then went, shot another one this year at 10, and then my oldest, I think she was around 11 when she shot her first one. But I, I wanted to ask you, I never realized until I took a kid hunting that when you're hunting with them and you're getting ready to get that opportunity of her, like, you know, our eyes are up here, but their eyes are down here. And yes. we're yeah. looking here and they're looking here. Yes. Where it's like the, what we just take, like, it just comes natural after hunting, you know, for years or our entire lives. Yeah. Like trying to get them through that moment. Mm-hmm. It's it's stressful because it's like, yeah, I'm like, okay. It's, it but you're looks, tense. You're like, just just do this. Well, just yeah, do well, it. Like, you know, for me, it looks good right here. Yeah. But then, you know. Madeline may be saying, well, Dad, I can't, you know, this part of the blind's in the way. You know right. what I mean? For me, it was like crazy. a feeling of doom. Yeah. I'm not, like, especially Caden last year because we were in a tree stand. And I I had him set up on with a shooting. Yeah, with the bow. And I had him shut up on a shooting stick on the tree stand. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I need the buck to come there. And that's exactly what right. he did. But the entire time that buck is walking, I'm like, hey, Caden, do you want to shoot him? Yes, I do. Okay. He's going to walk in down this path. When the deer finally stops, I'm just like, whenever you're ready, man, it's, it's, we've done this. Mm-hmm. And just in my mind, I'm like, please don't let this mess up. Well, and I thought he did. Because so it's he, demoralizing so to he, a little kid probably. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. if you miss or like. Well, and I thought he did. He shoots, and I kind of forgot how freaking fast crossbows are. Really? And just like, it was like, boom, boom, gone. I'm like, uh, you missed it. And I watched the deer kind of trot off and cross the creek, and I'm like, oh, no. And about that time, I hear a bunch of rustling, and I'm like, he just crashed. But it's still, I'm like, I don't, I didn't hear the thud. I didn't hear anything. Yeah. That so, that bolt just and then raced scroll, through. Scroll yeah. to the right. Oh, that's, my God. So that's, that's how both he my daughters. He almost looks sick. Yeah. Yeah, I think he is. I mean, I think he struggles. He, he thickened up. I got, those are early. Like, he's still that's shedding his wild. velvet. But those are some yeah. of the better pictures Even I Even on his good side, though, is that is that a big flyer off the base yeah. on his yeah. good yeah, side, Yeah, he's too? still got a But flyer. he went downhill for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, even I mean, if, he's only got three, looks like only three scrub on the right now. Yeah. yeah. You know? You, you, just you look at jacked. his rear end, and he looks like he's hurt back yeah. there, you know? So what year was this? This, this is, is this year. I got these. So he's still alive. Yeah, today. He's, today. he's alive today. Yeah, as far as I know, the last picture I got was in December. 
December sometime. But yeah, hasn't um, shed yet either, huh? Not that I've noticed. No. And he he's gotten more sparse. Like yeah. I, I mean, I literally, I mean, I haven't had pitchers. Like I said, I think December twentieth or something yeah, like yeah. that. You gotta, you gotta he does think. have a crazy like flyer yeah, coming right. off yeah. that yeah. one. That, that's on his good side still. You know? Yeah, you gotta think after that injury, he probably found a hole and just hid. You would think. heal up, try to survive that. You know, and yeah. get back out there. It's freaking humans. Yeah, <laughs> <Shoot> my legs <laughs> off. <laughs> just do better. All right, so just do better. He, yeah. He's like the only deer that you could go track in the snow in Missouri. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the three legs you can just one, go. two, three. Well, actually, no, he's, he's not. He's got a drag. three of them on his freaking farm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like it was pretty like the, like the runways on his on his are just like weird. Yeah. They're just different. Hey, like well, Micah just becomes like the the best. Uh, you know, deer tracker. You know, like the guys that <laughs> track a deer in the snow and catch up to him and shoot him, like they do. They do up in like the northeast. Yeah, yeah. There's only one guy in Missouri doing it, but little do they know, he just got three three-legged deer on his farm. <laughs> yeah. Once all those are well, gone, once the, all those are gone, he can't track. He's them. not looking for a normal hoof. He's just looking for like a like a knuckle, you know. And he's like, "Well, that's tripod. It's, it's one of three. How do you know that, man? <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. just good. Okay, don't worry about it. Don't <laughs> just, worry about it. Just got a drag mark in the snow if, it's, <laughs> if the snow's deep enough. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Almost Heroes with oh Chris God, Farley sure I have. and Matthew oh, Perry? If Chris Farley is in it, then And I he have. goes, it's like the adventure of Lewis and Clark, but it's oh, kind yeah, of a spoof. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking and, about. Uh, Chris Farley goes over and he goes, he picks up this big pile of shit, and he just goes... <sighs> He goes. The herd is near. And Matthew, <laughs> Matthew Perry goes. Ah, you can, you can, you can tell that by just sniffing his droppings. Nope, the herd's right there. <laughs> and you just the, the camera pans. It's like all of them are right there. And, he, and then he just keeps sniffing. He's like, <laughs> and he goes. Why are you still? Never mind. <laughs> oh, oh, I love it. it yeah, funny. but yeah, it's um. I don't know. I mean, hopefully he can get that deer makes it through this year. And yeah, I, I don't I'd know. Like to see what he does next year. You guys have the same. I think you have the same thing going on in Michigan. Like our rifle season in Missouri hits right in the middle of the peak of the rut. Yeah, yeah. your guys is actually, I believe, a few days early. We always start on uh, November fifteenth. See, That's ours is always the second Saturday of November. Yeah, yeah. 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 So roughly, That's so it changes. Time, like yep. today, this year was the twelfth, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this year it hit so freaking perfect. Number one, the rut was peak, which is pretty typical. And then the weather changed yep. the night before rifle season and just had a giant drop in temperature. And I mean, I saw nothing but photos. And obviously, last year, you know, tripod got his leg shot off. I mean, there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. I heard a shot 35 minutes before dark or before yeah. first light. Oh, just, son of a. It's, you know, it, it's so almost, aggravating. It's almost ironic how the weather, like Mother Nature, tees the weather up yes. sometimes for yeah. firearm season. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. What in the world? It's crazy. Well, guys, we're at 35 minutes. I greatly appreciate you doing this. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Coming on, just a little BS session. Had a little Thanks laugh. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was nice meeting you guys, too, man. I'm yeah. still one of your stickers, too. Tick has been going to go on our. Uh, I put a lot of stickers on my computer, so. There you go. Put go that there. right on the side of your truck. Boom, boom. You're taking <laughs> I don't think I'm doing that. <laughs> I'm too uh, particular. Yeah. He's what now. He does that. He's gonna be asking for a gas card too. <laughs> yeah. Well, is that is, is that it, is that offer yeah. on the no, table? No. no. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to pay my gas to get back home. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys very much. Hey, appreciate thanks for having. Us. Thanks, man. Absolutely, thanks, man. Appreciate it.